Hello everyone, and we are back here for our season finale of yeah seasons, which is weird. But yeah, I'm with that, it. Let's that's, go. That's how, how Anka puts it out, which is kind of cool. I like yeah, that because yeah, then yeah. it gives us like a summer break or winter break this time. Um, uh, eases some even more stress off of me with editing. <laughs> <laughs> You've been um, under quite a lot of stress lately, sir. So, yes. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, reason is because I got a job and I don't have a job anymore. It's a good thing. <laughs> right, um, right. It's right. a good thing, uh, which is why we didn't, we weren't here last week. Yeah. Uh, but we're here. And um, uh, if, you, if you haven't watched this, I'm Rick. This is Mike. What's going on? Um, and uh, since this is, uh, this is kind of a little, I just something I just thought of since we're yeah, starting yeah. this podcast. Um, I'm bringing it to the viewers, the the tens of tens that watch it. <laughs> the tens of people. <laughs> um, I love it. Uh, yeah, so I'm putting it out to you guys to to see how you like this new uh, release schedule because it is a little different. For if those of you who are familiar with uh, some shit we like, last podcast we did it was intense every for me. Week. <laughs> every, every week, every week, every lots week. of clips. Yeah. Tuesday through Friday, yeah. and now this is a little bit more relaxed, a little light, so I kind of want to know what your opinion is. Unless you're new. Um, if you're new, hello, welcome. How do you like the style of every other week? Let us know in the comments or on uh, our socials, which will be down below. Yep. Because uh, I'm really curious. Because um, for me, I find this very easier and not as intense as it was. Uh, and I think, again, we're coming with a topic or a couple of topics per episode where it's it's strictly it's very, just the one it's topic. very focused. And um, like I said in the first couple episodes, like we're going to cover a lot of stuff that we've experienced before, but we're not a nostalgia podcast. Right. And we're going to cover a lot of uh, newer stuff that's come out recently, like Batman and Clerks 3. If you haven't checked those out, please go check those out. Uh, I cried during the Clerks 3 episode if you'd like to see that. Do you want to see But we're also not like a current. We're somewhere in the middle. We're not nostalgia. Yeah. We're not breaking anything. We're somewhere in the middle. And I think that the the fun of I, that is that you can come and listen to our shit anytime. Yeah. This is in a chronological order that you can jump around. You don't yeah. have to listen. Like, if this is your very first episode and you have no idea what we're talking about, right. welcome. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you, if you ever thought about what we might think about some older movie, like Say Anything, there's an episode for that. Yeah, there is. Um, Fantastic. Or if you'd like us to review something, just let us know in the chat or, or um, social media or social media yeah. whatever it is. But yeah, uh, I, I like this. I really like this yeah. a lot because we could talk about whatever we want. Not right. that we couldn't in the last uh, podcast, but like I feel like with this, like we can elaborate a lot further than yeah. we did in the other one. Like we have a whole episode dedicated to um, the Arkham series and right. to the Bioshock series. Yeah. And that's about an hour, you know? And uh, I, I like that. And, and and like every other week is perfect. I just, all right. So real quick, how the donuts used to be made. When we first, when yeah, we yeah. very first started our, our old podcast over 10 years ago. Fuck. Um, 11 now? Uh, more. 2011. The, yeah. Yeah, 2011. Um, the way we did it was uh, we were all three and there was three of us and we were all in separate spots. And so we were we were recording over Skype and we would have a like it wasn't a Google Doc. It was like it was either it was we weren't using Google Docs yet. We were using like we were using GroupMe and we were using oh, yeah, a whole yeah. bunch of other apps and, and different ways that we could edit and 
keep things current. And what we would do is we would all find something that we wanted to talk about, whether it was a movie trailer or a video game trailer or a game or a movie or a TV show. Like it was all like pop culture stuff also. So it was similar to what this is, but we would all bring things, stories, news stories, something to talk about. Uh, and then, you know, we'd have notes and we would, we would do that. And it was a real production. We were really structured for about two years. Then we started doing them in person. That's when a lot of things changed. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then that's when we were still doing the same kind of structure. Yeah. Um, but it since we were doing them in person, um, like right up until we hit record, we would be dropping stuff in the note and be like, oh, this trailer just came out. We could watch this trailer on the show and we'll you know, give our reactions. And this is before trailer reactions were a thing. Like, yes, people were doing those types of things, but it wasn't like a fucking genre of video on YouTube. Um, and for a while, we were doing just audio. We weren't even doing video. We weren't even doing video, yeah. Um, but then when we started doing them in person, we started slowly incorporating video. Video, yeah. yeah. I think started, we did that around 2013. Yeah, it maybe? started with like a fly on the wall video where it was like a... Yeah, it was a PlayStation Yeah, it was a PlayStation camera. Basically, it was just yes. us here and just a camera right there where you could just yeah. watch us. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. Then we started... We streamed it. Then we started live streaming on did. Twitch and interacting with people in chats and stuff like that. But it got to a point towards the end where it was like, it was really stressful for Rick because Rick was doing all the editing. And um, Rick is very meticulous about his editing. Oh, yeah. He'd want to put in the trailer that we watched in the video instead of just hearing the crappy audio coming from the TV through the microphone. So he would put the trailer in and how you'd see the trailer and he'd minimize us. And it, it was a fucking production. Yeah. And we always we always told Rick, uh, Bryce and I would always tell Rick, look, man, if it doesn't <laughs> get out on Tuesday... It doesn't get out. Don't worry about it. But Rick was very adamant about hitting that Tuesday. And uh, when we sat down to do the Batman uh, podcast just recently, it wasn't even going to be us start restarting a podcast. It was going to be for Rick's personal podcast feed. And, and like, that was it. Yeah, that was just going to be it. And it was going to be like, oh, we'll get together once a month and we'll talk about something. Ah, that'll be fun. And then we both got really fucking excited. We got hyped. <laughs> and after we got done recording, I get back home. And then all day and the rest of the weekend, Rick and I are like, let's think of a name. Let's do this. And we're going to do this and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, but we're not going to do every week, man. We, we could do once a month. We could do tw every two, every other week, whatever. Just make me relaxed and calm and easy. No pressure. No pressure. Just for fun. And I feel like we're having a lot more fun now than we were at the last Tail end. Tail end of the last podcast. We were still Not having fun because the whole point of that podcast was that Rick lived in Orange County. I lived in another area and then Bryce lived in another area. And it was like, even if we just talked to each other on Skype for two or three hours on a Saturday, at least we're hanging out. Then when we started doing them in person, it was really just like, we're doing this podcast as an excuse for three friends to just hang fucking out. hang out. And, you know, I mean, I got two kids and I'm a wife and Rick has a life and Bryce has a life. And it was just hard to all get together. And if we made it a point like, well, we have to get together every Saturday to record this yeah. this podcast, then we have a reason to hang out. And, you know, pandemic happened and that kind of fucking flatlined that one. Would you think it would like 
boost us since we started as audio, you know? Right, right. But again, <laughs> but living life situations happens, living and life situations, and all that, yeah. and, you know. So, um, which is understandable. And just to, <laughs> to bounce off of what you just said, as far as like how I was treating it, um, me, I'm the type of person, like you give me an idea, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to make it happen for you. I'm going to do whatever I can to, to produce the shit out of it, you know? Yeah. And that's and that's kind of how I saw when we started uh, some shit we like. Mm-hmm. Like right away, I bought the domain. Right away, we started getting the ball rolling. It was fun. And then once we did start video, that's where I felt like, all right, now I'm gonna try. I'm gonna treat this like uh, a job. I'm gonna try to make this. And that's maybe that was bad on my part right. because that's where all like the stress came from. Yeah. Because I wanted to make sure I had my deadlines. I had I I had to execute. Um, and I did like I stayed up late editing shit to make sure it shit came out on yeah. time. Um, and uh, through the 10 years or eight years, at least when we did the videos, yeah. like I learned so fucking much. And this is partly me being a resume right now <laughs> <laughs> because I'm looking for a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but those eight years, like I added into shit out of the, the stuff we put out. Yeah. I put in uh, time and effort, things I didn't know how to do. I learned because I had to Google that shit because yeah. I didn't, wasn't really too familiar with Premiere Pro. I mean, I was familiar with Adobe in general. Right, you right. Know, like I know Photoshop and all the others, <clears throat> but video was something brand new to me um, other than using iMovie. Yeah, because um, yeah, when it was just audio, Rick and I would share duties of editing the podcast because I can edit audio. Yeah, edit audio, you can do that too. Yeah. And I'm, I'm good at that. Like, yeah. so... Like so, when we did the one the podcast earlier this year with me and my buddy Brian, uh, and we were just going to do audio, I was completely intending on editing that, but then Brian wanted to edit it, and I was like, "Go for it, go for it, bro!" <laughs> uh, but yeah, I so I can do audio editing, and I then yeah. we did share uh, responsibilities on the audio editing then, for the first few years, but yeah. once the video stuff came in, I that was won, a whole new ballpark. One, I didn't have a computer uh, that could edit anything because i was a, a windows plebe but i was also like a budget windows laptop guy Rick i had my had mac a, imac and was at you editing on that initially <laughs> and slow <laughs> dude when we did the I first think... episode it took me a, an entire day to render the entire show our, our one year episode i the, think it was that was the yeah. first one we did in person yeah. um that took an entire fucking day to which render. is fantastic we do a stupid skit in that episode oh god i love that one that's too fun though. it was fun though yeah, it was yeah. fun it's good times hanging out with your friends that's yeah, what man. we're all about and that's 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 what this is about it's two friends hanging out but yeah uh, towards that tail end um when when uh you know we were you know we were bouncing around and trying to find time to get together yeah um like uh that's when i feel i started feeling like the burnout yeah uh, of it all like don't get me wrong like i enjoyed it like uh, and it's like, just, i have fun with it but like everything was last minute because you know my kids were in sports and taekwondo that's another and thing it's like too, yeah i'm coaching softball or i'm coaching baseball and taking kids are going to taekwondo tournaments and stuff and it's like all right well there's going to be a stretch of about a month during this two months during the summer like i can't do any in the summer because i'm coaching t-ball and it's it's um it's life happened. Like we said, life, man, life yeah. happens. Life and happens. It was not like, it was never like a resentment or a big like problem. It was just that everything would end up happening so last minute for that last like two or three years that before the pandemic. Yeah. Happened, right yeah. before pandemic that it was really stressing Rick out. And I would, I, I would hide it too. That's the thing about me. But like, I know I, I fucking hit it, but I know and both I of you constantly would tell you that stop. I'm like, no, no, I got this. I got take this. a break. Right. Stop. Take and a then, break. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. 
But but yeah, I was stressed the fuck out the so last few years. After we did the Batman episode and we both got really hyped and we started coming up with ideas and shit to like further and, and recreate a podcast essentially. Yeah. The first thing I said, I told you was do not stress yourself out. The very moment I see a hint of stress coming off of you whatsoever <laughs> yes, about this, I know. We're, we're done and we're not going to do these anymore. And so like, you know, That's, check in. I, and I think that just kind of shows that, like what kind of person I am is when, when, when you, when you hand me a project or an idea, yeah, I do it. I can commit it. Like I, I figure out a way to do it. Um, especially when it comes to new media and, yeah, uh, you're uh, terrible at time management, though. I'm terrible and at time management. That's what your problem is. <laughs> but this has helped me <laughs> as far as time management goes. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, there was a rocky start, but eventually I got. It was like a, what do you call it? Like, uh, something repetitive. Um, it just oh. started coming naturally to me. Like I, I, a, a routine, workflow, a, routine, a workflow, yeah, yeah a routine a, workflow yeah, yeah. towards the, you know, towards like two years into the video stuff. Yeah. Um, I developed the workflow, and uh, now I kind of did it the same thing with here. Here's a little thing. I'm going to fucking Projects say this. Like this. I'm going to say this so he has to put the picture up in the fucking thing right Uh-oh. now. Um, he was really stressed out with this new job. And then I told him, don't worry about it, dude. We'll, 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 miss, we'll miss an episode and we'll reconvene when you're less stressed. And what he did to de-stress was fucking organize the <laughs> podcast folders on his computer. So there's going to be a picture here I'll put the picture. where he sent it to me. He's like, he's very excited. But I organized our, our flow. We're going to be good now next week when we get back in here and start going again. And like, I was like, Rick, I said to de-stress and relax. <laughs> but that's what he did. He organized their fucking files. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's kind of like, with, uh, I know we're getting kind of personal here, but like, that's kind of like the way I am as far as uh, as things come like. There's different ways for me to de-stress. Like that was actually not stressful for me. It was actually, uh, it was maybe a little intense, but at the same time, it's going to help me in the future. Oh, yeah. So now when we finish this one, like I know where I could put all the assets, all the the videos and everything. But uh, but yeah, something I've just learned from like the shitty job that I just had um, and uh, uh, the pandemic and all this, like. And knowing what my limits are, like I learned so much from this to the point where now I'm at the point where, like, fuck working for uh, uh, just for money. Well, that too, a little bit. Uh, you don't want to buy anything that's been sold or processed. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. we got it. <laughs> no, no, but it helped me realize, and and I was telling um, uh, some of my friends that's online as well too. Like, it helped me realize that I'm only going to apply to jobs that I want now. Yeah. Fuck, fuck working for like just for the money right like i was getting paid 21 dollars an hour i'll say it, 21 dollars an hour for this job when i was working at I was getting paid like 26 or 27 an hour it was mm-hmm. good money but they let me go um <laughs> uh and now i'm like i don't give a fuck how much i get paid i just want to enjoy what i'm doing you know like yeah it help if they pay me a living wage sure yeah <laughs> um but if i'm gonna i'm gonna enjoy what i do I'm not going to stress myself out, just like what you've been telling me. Don't stress yourself out over this. I'm not going to stress myself out over yeah. over over that anymore. Yeah, you know that was the main thing because, like, I was like, dude, this is supposed to be for fun. You're not supposed to get stressed out about this, yeah. like, at all. And if and you actually got good, like, and again, we've only nine episodes or whatever. Something like that, yeah. But because we're going every other week, or uh, in October, we did almost every week because we were putting out like uh, October Halloween themed content or whatever. Um, that was fun though. But 
But again, like it was one of those things where you voxed me one day, and we still use Voxer because we we're still use fucking, Voxer. I nobody else does, I know, but we still use it. Um, <laughs> and you voxed me, and you said, uh, "Man, you know, I just don't feel like uh, editing this thing right yeah. now." And I was like, "Then don't, then don't." Yeah. And you're like, "Yeah, but I gotta get it done." I was like, "Rick, then don't." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh yeah, all right, I won't." <laughs> Don't come back to it when you want. Like, yeah, I, I think that's like one of the things that happens. I guess I mean, uh, we're just I just got so used to like that uh, that hustle, you know, like getting shit done, yeah, and like doing all that, and honestly, like that's all just bullshit. And there's something to be said for that. There's I mean, I mean it's good if it that. works for you, yeah. But I'm learning that <clears throat> it works for me in small doses. <laughs> just uh, again, a guy you and I both uh follow on various forms of social media and have been for well over a decade now look like gary v says dude you gotta find that middle ground of getting the shit done and doing what you want you have to find that that in between that in between and that's when you're gonna be your happiest yeah and this is really making me happy like when we started this like it it, it gave me that joy again to like yeah. get back on on premiere and get back here with you and uh just talk and talk about things we like yeah you know? and bringing people on too like you had your friend on um and uh you know like i like to bring some of my friends on too because mm-hmm. like a lot of them like uh, a lot of the core content and i'd love to talk about that um especially yeah. since i'm you know kind of like watching stuff that i haven't watched before and I think I, that's that's so cool. Like you watching something you haven't seen before, like I as a horror movie. That, yeah, as somebody watched, that's a fan uh, of horror movies. Like that is the kind of shit that I think is great because that's the best kind of reactions. Still won't watch Exorcist. Still won't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll put in. Still putting that out now. <laughs> um, the only way I'll I'll watch any of those movies is someone is right next to me and can hold me. <laughs> That's the only way. You gotta hold me, otherwise I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna be so scared. That's funny. Um, but uh, but yeah, like uh, I saw Friday the Thirteenth. That Freddy movie. No, Friday the 13th? that's Nightmare on Elm Street. It's Freddy. Nightmare. On Elm- I saw that. Okay, that was the stupidest fucking. Oh my god! I mean, it was so good. good. It's it's fun. It's Johnny good, Depp. But like Johnny Depp. But like the effects were just so over the top. <laughs> that's why it's good. It was it was, it was the laughable. blood fountain. It was like yes. Um, we did watch. What else did we this watch? Fucking guy. This fucking guy. Um, laughable. <laughs> it, was it wasn't as scary as I thought it was gonna be. Right. Growing up, I thought like, no, if I watch this, I go to sleep. He's gonna kill me. Yeah. Of course, I'm older now, obviously. But you watched all the Simpsons stuff where they make fun of that. The fucking groundskeeper Willie. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. S- a short in Treehouse of Horror is <laughs> is a Nightmare on Elm Street. Do not touch Willie. Good <laughs> advice. <laughs> But but anyways, uh, yeah, there's a little history. So real quick, a little more history while we're on this tangent, because I think this is a great place to do it. Um, Rick and I first met and uh, we've talked about it at a concert for a band that we were following around the Southern California area. And um, we I I really started talking to Rick because he was wearing a Dignation T-shirt. And I loved that show. It was Kevin Rose and Alex Albrecht and. If you don't know what dig.com is, it was the first ever like social news website. Um, Reddit can thank him after that. Reddit can thank Dig for Reddit being a thing because yeah. Dig had to walk before Reddit could run. Um, 
And they did a podcast every week called Dignation, where they would talk about the most uh, Doug stories. stories of the week. And originally, the first idea for a podcast Rick oh, and God, I had back. was going to be called Digless. And it was about the top, the bottom least five, the least Doug. Doug stories on dig.com. Because we uh, we thought they were always hilarious to look yeah. at. Because we would always look at the top, then we'd flip it and we'd look at the bottom. And like, so originally, that was going to be our first podcast. I forgot about podcast. that. Yeah. <laughs> I was pretty proud of that name, Digless. Digless, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that was the first one we were going to do. And then right around that time was when uh, my daughter was born. Yeah. And I was like, no, <laughs> it's too hard right now. <laughs> yeah. First child. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny because we started the second podcast right after my son was born, which was way easier. We did. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, that, it's, time is crazy. Yeah. Um, life is crazy, dude. Life, yeah. <laughs> That's a history and background of how we do why we do this yeah uh, how how we did this and you know a little of my resume there yeah. so if anyone's watching you need a video editor, a video editor or anything, talk to that guy this might turn into a once a month thing if someone <laughs> wants to hire me hey man <laughs> that'd be fine by me <laughs> quarterly even if it's a really good job <laughs> Um, we would get together one weekend a year one weekend a year record <laughs> enough episodes for the entire year <laughs> Oh, man. All right, let's get into the show. Yes, show proper. Today right. is going to be our end of the year wrap-up. Now, back in the day, what we would do is we would each have a top five list of our favorite video games and our favorite movies. And if something else would come in that year, it would be a top five list of that. But the way I... I don't know if you're doing this the same way I'm doing it. A little it. bit. Um, but I didn't, I didn't see enough movies this year. And it's been that way for like the last six years where I wasn't really seeing movies in theaters. Um, and I played games this year, a lot of games this year, like 10 or 15 new games. But I didn't want to make a video games list. So what I decided and I told Rick what I'm going to do is I'm going to attack it like a wrap up, like a legit year end wrap up. So it's I'm going to talk about a game, a movie, a book. Our awesome wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So that's kind of how I'm attacking it this year. Uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of doing that the same thing, but I'm throwing in like human experiences as well too, you know. But yeah, but yeah that's that basically what. Yeah, we're that's doing. What we're, how we're attacking it this year. It's going to be a legitimate like wrap up of our our year this year, and I think um, that's a fun way to do it. Yeah, and uh, how are we going to go about this? We go back and forth, or sure, yeah. <clears throat> since look, since nothing's going to be like cohesive, it we can go back and forth. Okay. So you go ahead and go take it, man. You go first. All right. Uh, something that I've... Uh, and of course, this isn't all like uh, coming out this year. This is just what we've discovered. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the one of the things I discovered recently, actually, was a show. Uh, I, guess, I think it was originally on Cartoon Network. And uh, a, f a friend wanted to watch it online. And it was only like, I think, 15 minutes, like each episode. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it. It looks like a cute cartoon. Sure. It's called uh, Over the Garden Wall. Have you seen that? No, I have not. Over the Garden Wall was based as it's a it's only one season or series, I guess. One, you know, I think it was six episodes or okay. eight episodes, and uh, it has to do with uh, these two kids, uh, a brother and I think it was a stepbrother, and uh, they basically are having an adventure in in the forest. It was uh, the voices are Elijah Wood was in it, Tim Curry's in it. Oh wow. 
Um, I, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Uh, Melanie Linsky, I think is how you say her name. Uh, she's in it too. And, and a, a bunch of other like famous, uh, good voice actors and uh, singers too, actually in this. Okay. And, uh, but it's basically them trying to find like their way back home. And uh, it's based on a short, um, that got, uh, short that got turned into the series. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was, it's intended for kids, but the last two episodes got kind of dark. <laughs> um, no spoilers, yeah, but like, obviously, okay, like, because this was like rated like Y or something or yeah, Y7, Y7 or something. But like that end, like that ending though was like, okay, it went that way or it's gonna go that way, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was just so like magical and whimsical and like, uh. Like a breath, like a palate cleansing breath of fresh air of a cartoon. Gotcha. Because like I know you have like Rick and Morty and and uh, like yeah, I don't like I don't like Rick and Morty. I'm sorry, I don't like it either. I, I don't like Justin Roiland. I'll just say I don't know who that is. The guy who created Rick and Morty. I He's, thought it was uh, Dan. No, well, it's, the guy from Community. It's the from... voice, the voice actor and stuff. Justin oh, oh, okay. I don't like him. Um, because yeah, I like the guy who who created the guy who created Community. who also helped create that. Okay. And I love Community. Community is fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, I don't like Rick and Morty. But yeah, this was like a nice, like, uh, fun, easy to binge, like, if yeah. you're under an hour, I think you could probably watch it. Okay. Um, that I highly recommend. It's called Over the Garden Wall. So, like, if you like kind of, like, magic, mystical kind of thing, like, uh, Elijah Wood does a fantastic job. Uh, all the voice actors do a great job in it. And... Um, it's fucking funny. It's hilarious. I, yeah. I laughed at the entire like the little like Elijah Wood's stepbrother is just hilarious. This little kid who just has an imagination, and um, I don't know, it just made me feel like a kid again watching it. And uh, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's on my list. It's no particular order, by the way. Yeah. I, feel, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you mentioned that. Yeah, again, it's a wrap up. There's no numbers um, or anything. But uh, but that was that was one of the best things that I've watched. Um, Very cool. Um, one of the best things because i can't like i said i'm not putting anything in order because i have other things that i've watched <laughs> all right so the first thing i want to talk about is um things that i got into in a big way uh in 2022 well kind of 2020 to 2022 the last few years um uh-huh. and there's two things so it's, it won't be too bad um one of them is uh, action figure collecting. Oh, really? <laughs> but I saw you post this stuff on Instagram. <laughs> but very specific things. So I'm, I'm a professional wrestling fan, so I'm collecting wrestling figures. But uh, I'm actually collecting wrestling figures of a specific person uh, right now. And it's been over the last couple of years that there's a podcast that I listen to that has two wrestlers that host it. And it's called the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. And they're also, they're professional wrestlers, but they're also collectors and have been since they were kids. Um, so I started listening to that show and that show's been around for like five years now. Um, but, you know, when the pandemic started, they both got let go from their jobs at WWE because of oh. budget cuts. But they had this podcast and that's how they were making money. And then they started wrestling when totally. wrestling opened up and when world opened up again, they started wrestling everywhere else. Um but yeah, so I listen to the show every week and they're always talking about these awesome action figures. And I was like, oh man, when I was a kid, you know, we didn't have money. I didn't have any action figures. I had hand-me-down action figures. I had like 
which if I would have known then what I know now, like I wouldn't have beat them <laughs> to shit because I had like the AWA Remco figures, a couple of those. Um, I had some original LJN figures for, for WWF. I had like Iron Sheik and Hulk Hogan and, and oh. like the big rubber figures. And <clears throat> if I would have known, I mean, no, that's bullshit. I mean, you were a kid. I would have just, I would have still played with them. Fuck it. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> uh, but now that I'm older... And, you know, I have access to adult money, so to speak, <laughs> uh, which is bad fucking news for anybody that grew up in the 80s and 90s to have fucking adult money. It's bad oh, fucking news. Uh, so I'm collecting Cody Rhodes figures now. And that's all. I'm, oh, that's like the specific ones I'm collecting. Cody Rhodes, okay. Yeah. And I've got I've got a bunch of his stuff that's not coming out till like later this year already on pre-order or later in 2023 already on pre-order. <laughs> I got his first figure back with WWE because he just went back to WWE this year. Um, and I got the first one there. And so I'm, I got this really ridiculous Cody Rhodes collection right now. <laughs> it's like I, I bought a figure of his the other day. I think you probably saw it. Was that the it's, one you posted? It's Cody in a suit. I don't need Cody Rhodes <laughs> in a fucking suit holding a microphone. But it was on Quite sale. It was on sale for $8. <laughs> so I bought two. Again, like... If it's you know what I mean, I'm just losing money if I don't fucking buy two. Uh, but yeah, so I got really into collecting over the last couple of years, and like I said, specifically Cody stuff. Uh, he's one of he's a big fan of that dude. Like he's like 36, 37 years old, something like that. And um, I've been a fan of his since the first time I saw him do anything wrestling related was when they put his dad into the WWE Hall of Fame uh, in like 2008 ish, I think, uh, eight or nine. Um, but he, him and his brother, who's also a professional wrestler, Goldust is his brother, Cody Rhodes oh. and their dad, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, they were inducting oh. him into the hall of fame and Cody talked about his dad. And it was like this five minute speech where he talked about his dad. And I was like, wow, that dude's got it. Like, and it's, and it's just real shit. He was talking about his dad from his heart, but it was like very intriguing and enthralling. And it really sucked you in. I was like, man, this is a good story. This yeah. dude's going to go far if he can sticks with wrestling and yeah, he came back in one of the most high-profile matches in WWE this year at WrestleMania, and then he got hurt. He tore his pec, so he had a big glass bruise all the oh way my here. God wrestled another forty-minute match after he tore his pec. Like, dude's a fucking machine. Uh, so I'm a big Cody guy. So I collect Cody stuff. That's one of the things I got into in a big way in the last couple of years. The other thing is more recent, and it's a cheap plug. Um, streaming on Twitch. Yeah. Um, I have had a Twitch channel for a while and had kind of like not really used it to stream, but I would just use it, you know, to, to watch interact. people stream yeah. and interact with people. And uh, earlier, well, right before pandemic, I was telling you guys like, oh, man, I'm going to I'm going to play through Rock Band and play and play every song I have on Rock Band at least. Once. <laughs> yeah. I, have a lot of, I have 1200 songs. I have a lot of songs. It take you a while. Yeah, and then, so, like, I don't know, uh, around my birthday, so February yeah. of 2022, I was like, I think I'm going to give a, give us a real go. Like, I want to try, I want to get affiliate status, I want to see how this works, I want to, I really want to give this a go. And I'm only going to play Rock Band, because I'm not good at anything else <laughs> video game-wise, or I'm, I don't feel like I'm good enough to actually stream it out there. Like, I wouldn't want to play, like... Uh, Gran Turismo because I love that video game I put over 100 hours into it this year but like at the same time I'm not that good at it and it's I don't know how fun is it to watch somebody driving a production car around a track you'd be so surprised like, you never know. I know I know and that's what I've been told <laughs> and so that's what I've kind of been branching out 
lately. I mean, look what happened with you with Rock Band. <clears throat> yeah. I was in the top four percentage of streamers of Rock Band this year. Yes, uh, fucking were. crazy. Uh, so I started out just doing Rock Band, and then I was like, "That's your your, your niche." And then, uh, so I got through all my songs. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you know, I reached affiliate pro- in around August and it took, it took a few months to get there, but, um, I had a lot of help from people like you that were retweeting and posting. And specifically, um, I had a lot of help from a discord group I'm in for, uh, the 616 entertainment YouTube channel. Yeah. And, uh, the guy who runs that channel, Ian, who I've talked about before on here, um, He's such a fucking super nice dude, and he puts out great content on the internet. And he should be a lot bigger than he is on YouTube. He's got like ninety six thousand or ninety five thousand subscribers. Should be way bigger. His content is so fucking good. Um, but he has a Patreon also, and I was like, man, I like this dude shit. I'm gonna subscribe to his Patreon. And one of the tiers on Patreon is, oh, for this amount of month, he does a podcast, and nobody he he says the same thing. Tens of people listen to his Tens podcast. Tens of people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like it, but he doesn't care. He does it with a friend of his, and they do it as an yeah. excuse to hang out once a week. Um, but one of the, the tiers on his Patreon is for for whatever amount of money, he'll put an ad for you at the beginning of his podcast every week. Oh. And I was like, okay. I was like, hey, Ian, I'm gonna bump up my Patreon thing. Can you talk about my Twitch channel? And he's like, yeah, sure. A month later, reached affiliate. Like it, it, it took like a month, like a month and a half, maybe two months tops, but got a feeling. I did notice you got a feeling pretty damn quickly. <laughs> once, once I really started being more consistent also, yeah, and that was that the other too. thing was being more consistent. Being consistent. Um, but I'm in his discord uh, also, and nothing but solid dudes over there. And they all come and hang out in the stream and they all like fucking sub for no I've reason. Seen that, like, yeah. <laughs> they're all just super rad dudes. And it's like, and it, um, there was a point uh, early in the year where I was, you know, really down. Um, don't want to talk about it because I'm going to get emotional if I do. That's fine. Um, and streaming helped. Helped me feel better. Like I was like, well, people show up in the chat and talk. That'll help. Yeah. And it really did. It really helped me out a lot. So anytime like I'm feeling not myself, I, you'll, you'll notice because I'll stream like three or four times a week if I'm just not feeling good. Well, now that I know <laughs> I'm being in your love all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and it, and it really helped a lot, man. And um, I haven't stream since like middle of november but you know so that you're last... feeling good that's great well it's <laughs> not just that uh but the last week of november was really hectic with thanksgiving busy, and everything yeah. then the first week of december uh we had to get shit together because we went out of town we went to big bear for that's robert's right. birthday then of course got a cold Weddings. in big bear which i'm still getting over uh which then i don't want to be on a stream talking and hacking and you know yeah, fucking yeah. sneezing and blowing my nose and shit so i was like i'll wait till i'm fully better and then i'll get back to streaming again but and so it went from something that was helping me feel better for my mental health to something that was just really fun and then i was like fuck it i'm gonna branch out i streamed some time some paladins i played some skate i I played some borderlands like and so i'm kind of just i'm getting out of the comfort zone of just playing rock band but it's still mainly a rock band channel yeah uh but that was the other thing i got into this year and it like helped me in ways that I didn't realize it was going to. And it was just really nice to have like a tight-knit group of people that constantly show up and constantly check on you and constantly ch- chat with you. And it's it's uh, it's definitely something that's really fun and I can't wait to get back into it and be a little more consistent. Yeah. <clears throat> Welcome to the club. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah. Um, funny enough, since you brought that up 
um, I'll bring this up too. Um, one of the things I do also have on my list is uh, that. Um, at the beginning of the year, when I was, uh, what was it Jan- I think in January, where I said I was going to stream every day in January or yeah. every day in February. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah. Um, that's one of my top memories is doing that. Uh, I played uh, Bioshock. I played the Arkham series. Um, what else did I play? Um, I played some Valorant. I played some Destiny as always. Yeah. Um, but uh, that was kind of what also one of my highlights as well too, is um, uh, the beginning of, of January, because uh, January February that's when I started, uh, and I didn't have a job because I got laid off. So I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna stream consistently or try to stream every day. So I did that and um, uh, that helped me keep a schedule, you know, because like working every day, like you don't want to like, there's that fine point where once you stop working between when you find your next job or uh, things can go just south, you know? Yeah. Um, Like, you know, your mental health and like, you'll, you'll get out of that routine when routine is key, especially for someone like me, maybe not for everyone, but for me, I need that structure. Um, and uh, that helped me keep me afloat for like a long time. And uh, hanging out with my friends, uh, you know, seeing all these people in chat and everything interacting, playing. Oh, I, oh, one of the, the games that I, I hated and loved at the same time streaming was um, that Double Fine game. What was it called? Oh, Broken Age. Broken Age. Broken Age. Fantastic game. I loved it, but it pissed me the fuck off. Let me just look at the pattern really quick one more time. Okay. That pattern. Oh, they have a good feeling about it. That's it. That's it. We did it. Oh, we did it. Come on. Fuck you, you fucking game. God damn it. Oh. Two and a half hours fucking later. Oh, you did a lot of Dead by Daylight earlier in the year, too. Oh, Dead by Daylight was yeah. another one, too. Which, by the way, if you want to get back into that, I have that downloaded on my PlayStation now. So. Oh. And the Silent Hill stuff was on sale, so I bought the Silent Hill. Oh, I have all the Silent Hill stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, all that uh, uh, definitely helped. Like, that was one of the things, because like, I helped that really pull me back into gaming again. Not that I wasn't into it, but like... You um, go. You go through. You go through periods through where you you're like, like I just don't want to do anything. Like yeah. I just want to like I haven't streamed in I don't know how long, and I've been kind of torn. Like I want to go back into it. I yeah. want to go back to streaming, but like every time I think about it, it's like, do I want to like do I want to get myself pretty for camera? You know, <laughs> that's why I don't use a camera. Pretty. <laughs> Lo-fi for life. Straight from the console, no cameras, no nothing. Um, and my, and then, like, my friends tell me, and, you, know, like, you don't have to turn your camera on. People are still going to watch. Yeah. I'm like, I know, but like, you know, I'm very animated. It's good when Rick sometimes. plays a horror game. Especially when I'm playing on. horror games. Yes. Like, my camera has to be on for that. But yeah, that was one of the things, because uh, playing those games, like, I was able to play through all these games that I've never got to play through um, when they came out. Yeah. And, uh, and it's also because of you streaming those games that I harass you <laughs> every day going, oh, you like it. It's almost like if we had a place where we could talk <laughs> about this. <laughs> that was another like reason maybe why. We, could, we could post it somewhere on the internet and maybe other people could check it out. Like, yeah, that's. That was another reason. When, when I saw he started playing the Batman games, I was like, this is my chance to bully Rick into podcasting again. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that was also on my list. Um was playing was playing those playing those games. And, Very uh, cool, man. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I want to get back into it. I do. 
I uh, think we got to do a co-stream eventually. I don't know when, but we got to do something together. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what, but probably Dead by Daylight. Uh, the reason I have it downloaded oh, okay. is because uh, Ian from Six One Six Entertainment. He... Oh, I thought you were gonna say Wolf. <laughs> no, I know Wolf likes to play. Yeah, yeah. We could do get a group together, me, you. Wolf, they can do customs. Um, and <laughs> so he start. He is another one. So him and I both started getting serious about Twitch around the same exact time, which was great because, like. On a day he would stream, I'd be like, hey, what time are you going to stream? I'll stream after you. And we can, like, you know. Rate each other. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we were doing that. And, like, that helped. And he got affiliates super quick because he's got the, a YouTube following. And people, will, they may not click to watch, but they'll click the like because it just takes two seconds. Right. Um, But, yeah. So, and he was playing Dead by Daylight in, like, November, October, end of October. And I was like, oh, you know, uh, I played this once and I didn't like it, but. You know, I didn't play with friends, and he's like, "Dude, download." That's it. the only way to play. Download it, and so I downloaded it, and then the next time he streamed it, I played with him and some other guys from the six one six Discord, and we had a fucking blast. And uh, we weren't in a chat together. Were you playing customs or no? Uh, no, we're just playing. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't know there was a custom scene for that. That's cool. You can play customs where it's and it's, like it's crossplay. Four right? friends, so, yeah, it's crossplay. Four right. friends and then one killer. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Fuck that. That's that's how that's how when I when when I met all of the friends that I currently have right now yeah. that I'm going to go see in two weeks, nice um, or in a week, ten nine days. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, that's how I met them all was through Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Uh, we did customs. Doesn't matter what level of health you're at. I re I realize that. <laughs> no. That's really rude. I can, I can fix you. I can fix you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying. I can't breathe. I am lightheaded. I can't breathe. Uh, Cab was one that was always a killer because his killer main was uh, Michael Myers. Oh. So he would always scare the shit out of us <laughs> around every fucking corner, yeah. which I love. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So yeah, just interacting with Ian on on his. Uh, Twitch streams was like I was like oh I'll fucking download this and play it and that's how I got that video clip of him talking about our podcast because he does he listens yeah. he picks and I want to see you play I want to see you play yeah. with him he picks and chooses what episodes he listens to which is totally fine but he actually takes the time and checks out our podcast and like that's why that video clip I sent you of yeah yeah, yeah. I still I, I still haven't edited yeah, that yeah, together yeah. I gotta do that <laughs> it's so funny yeah I want I want to edit that down and use it as an ad because it's fucking whole because he just it's funny as shit dude it's so good um but yeah so that's why I have dead by daylight and yeah that's a fun one I'm glad I'm glad you got it <clears throat> all right all right next thing on my list I want to talk about speaking of uh, Ian and his YouTube channel is YouTube content I've been consuming this year yeah um some of it uh you know what no is one one on here I've been watching for a while. But the other ones are relatively new, including Ian's channel, which I found in like 2019. Um, the first one I'll talk about is the Gaming Historian. Have you ever seen any of the Gaming Historian sounds stuff? familiar. He only uploads like three or four videos a year uh, at this point. But he does really long, exhaustive videos. Like he just put up a almost hour long video or 45 minute long video about Mario Kart. The original Mario Kart and how it got made. I think that showed up. I'm going to recommend it for me. Yeah. And then he did one about Super Mario Brothers 3. And then he's done stuff like one-off episodes that are shorter about like uh, the is it Panasonic TV that had an, a Famicom built into it. Oh, yeah. Like a TV VCR combo, but it was a TV Famicom bundle thing. Like he does awesome stuff and does exhaustive research and gets uses quotes from people and has actually gotten new quotes from 
people involved in stuff and uh it's a really awesome channel uh check out the gaming historian especially if you're you know around our age and came up in the 80s and 90s and like that era of video games um the one i found recently super recently is alec Steele. he's a fucking blacksmith uh from europe uh he's from uk and he's a younger guy um but he always is like oh like one thing he did recently was he's like you know i've I've always been fascinated with zippos with zippo lighters i want to make a zippo lighter from scratch case that's uh, awesome spindle like i want to make it from scratch so he took a zippo apart got all the measurements and stuff and uses a forge and hammer and he made and then you know he refines it with grinding and polishing and sanding and stuff. Right. But he made a fucking Zippo working Zippo lighter from scratch. That's insane. Yeah, so it's a really fun channel to watch and he does like projects and he posts like once or twice a week. But the projects he does it's like, you know, five or six episodes of making uh Arabian scimitar. Like <laughs> and it's like that's like a like an 18 episode series because at one point he completely scrapped it because he was like I'm done with this I can't do it anymore and then he was like so all right I came back and made it I wanted to finish it like and it's uh it's it's a really cool channel Alec Steele and I'll make sure we put links or something I'll send yeah. like links so he could put somewhere here uh but yeah that's another one uh Ian's channel 616 Entertainment please go check that out and even if you don't please go and hit the sub button because like that dude's content if you like uh horror content video games mortal yeah, kombat professional wrestling yeah october he did nothing but uh, halloween franchise content um and yeah man it's uh he's gonna make a new show in the come in in 2023 called scream sequence where he's gonna do long form scripted reviews slash retrospectives of horror stuff uh like i'm not sure what's actually on the docket but i know he's talked about doing silent hill i know he's talked about doing other horror movie franchises but it's not going to be like he's going to talk about specific things like if it was nightmare on elm street it's not the whole franchise he'll talk about like say nightmare on elm street one so i'm not sure what's all on the docket but he reached his patreon goal to get that series going and it's going to be coming in 2023 and it's I'm really excited about it because he did like a pilot episode of it where he talked about um, the Freddy versus Jason sequel because oh, that's, it's it's the Freddy versus Jason, which is a good movie, fun movie, super schlocky, but... but they did a sequel in comic book form because the movie never oh. got made. And so he reviewed the comic book and it's, it's really, really good. Uh, so go check out 616 Entertainment. Um, did I mention? Oh, and again this is also because of ian and you'll know this because i've talked about my dislike for it before um angry video game nerd oh I've about ne- never really been a fan i know bryce was a huge fan bryce loves him, man. i was never a huge fan because when he started like 10 11 years ago when he first started and i first came One across his OGs, channel yeah. um i was like i know this is a character but like i don't fucking need to hear uh, how something is a shitload of fuck every five seconds. And I was just kind of, you know, I didn't want to hear it. Um, but his newer stuff, he still does stuff like that. But his newer stuff is definitely more podcasty, articulated, form, tar- <laughs> stuff. But then that gave me an appreciation for the older stuff because being completely separated from when it came out, 
and going back and watching it now, it's very funny. Like, dude was ahead of his time, by the way, with this stuff. Yeah. Um, so I've been getting into that. Like, I binged, like, all of season one one day, just put it on my TV, was doing laundry, <laughs> and and all of season, he's got, like, a whole season one playlist of Angry Video Game Nerd, and I was just folding clothes and fucking doing laundry and cleaning up around the house and just listening to him. I was like, you know, what was I thinking? This shit's actually really good. <laughs> so Angry Video Game Nerd is the other thing I've really gotten into. He did an awesome video about Mel Brooks. Um, oh, really? A, a couple months ago, which I'm a huge Mel Brooks fan, and I thought it was a fantastic video. So go check out those YouTube channels. Uh, that's what I've been mainly consuming this year. Um, I do watch uh, Andy THPS, who worked on the Tony Hawk video games. He streams on Twitch. I'll never really watch on Twitch, but he'll put edited versions of those on YouTube. I'll watch those, but that's kind of like few and far between. But those four channels are like the main things I consume. Huh. Uh, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, I feel like we've kind of been, uh, kind of flipped a switch here because like you're doing a lot of YouTube and and Twitch and me like, I, I mean, I'm on Twitch because I do want to still watch a few people. Um, and then YouTube, like I feel like I'm not really watching YouTube as much as I used to, yeah. which is funny. Uh, but yeah, uh, my uh, my next one uh, is a show. Uh, going back to show form is uh, BoJack Horseman. Oh, I finally yeah. watched BoJack Horseman. Um, I tried watching this show twice. Okay. And it was hard for me to get through that first season because BoJack is the most unlikable piece of shit character <laughs> that I've ever right. fucking seen. Okay. Which, don't get me wrong, it's great fucking writing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm and, not. I'm not talking. And well, and well acted. Well acted. <laughs> Will Arnett is a fucking phenomenal actor. Um, and every fucking thing he does, whether it's voice or live action, he's fucking Batman, right? In the Lego Movie. Yeah. I believe he plays Batman. Yeah. And Will Arnett. Yeah. But yeah, Bojack Horseman. I tried watching it when it came out. I couldn't get through it. Like I said, he's just this like very unlikable character. The people around him though are pretty cool. Um. So, um, the reason I watched it was because uh. I know Dan talked about it. Dan, uh, Dan loves it. Dan Herman, I know, he loves it a lot. Um, and then another friend of mine told me, like, oh, you should watch this. You should check this out. I'm like, all right, yeah, let me finally just give it a shot. You know, I'll wade through it. And then, like, I got through the first season. I was like, good God. Okay. Like, I still don't like him. He's still a piece of shit. But it's a good show. But the supporting characters are written fantastic. Fantastic. This is some excellent fucking supportive <laughs> characters. Okay. Um, I get to season two. And season two is uh same same shit. Like he's it's like he's uh, he's always at the cusp of re redemption, you know, and he always falls flat on his fucking face and it pisses me off and yet still hooks me in because of how great the writing is. Again, the supportive characters, uh Princess Caroline, uh, uh fantastic. Um, Todd uh, Sanchez, who's uh, uh, Aaron Paul, fantastic. Oh, Princess Caroline is voiced by um, Aaron Tom Paul. Fr plays a character named Todd Sanchez. Yes, that's hilarious. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's half Mexican. <laughs> um, no, I'm sorry, Chavez, Chavez, Chavez. My bad, my bad, Chavez. Either way, still um, funny. Uh, and then you have um, what's his name? Paul. He says the Adventure Time that I used to go to at the Largo. Can't remember his name. Oh, Paul yeah. F. No Paul idea. T. Tompkins or something. I'm, I'm totally forgetting. Dan, if you're watching, I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's Paul he, F. He, he, Tompkins. I yes, think I yeah. think that's what it is. 
I don't know. I just I've heard the name. Um, he does a voice of Mr. Peanut Butter, which is uh, fantastic. Uh, Mr. Peanut Butter is like you could talk shit to his face, and no matter what, he's gonna give you the biggest fucking smile ever, and, and just look at the bright side. Of oh my god, that's you! <laughs> <laughs> like he'll look at the bright side. He'll find yeah. the bright side of anything. Yeah. Um. Uh. But but yeah, I started watching the show, and then like, and then I started boxing Dan around the third season as wow. I'm going through through it. And uh, going back and forth with Dan, like Dan's like, like I don't know if I can keep going. Like, like there's so many moments where he's going to redeem himself, and he's just a total fucking asshole. Yeah, you know. Um, if you don't know the premise, yeah, I didn't talk about the premise. Like, Bojack is basically this washed up, uh, or yeah, washed up. Like, he's basically Bob Saget. Okay. You know, in a sense, because he had he was in the Family like wholesome show, and yeah. now he's like doing whatever. And like the next, the big next project he wants to do is Secretariat. Um, that's his next acting gig, which he does get. And then he boosts his ego back up again. So then he starts acting like an asshole again. Um, so there's like that, like that balancing act between between him. But, um, uh, but the show gets so much better. And I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying like the show elevates from this, like humans talking to a fucking animals to this, like, pristine like the last two seasons are like this pristine show about life and and uh uh people evolving mm-hmm. uh and being better and learning everything about themselves and like the characters every character evolves in this show unlike um the side characters who aren't even that important like random characters compared to when you watch other shows like I don't know, Friends, I don't know, that's the first one that came to me, you know, where you get the, like, the Janice, where you don't, I mean, I could be wrong, I never finished Friends, but I'm like, like, I don't know if they ever wrapped up her entire fucking story, you know, I I can't say, but like, every single character gets it wrapped up. That's cool. You know, and then Bojack, finally, at the last season. Spoilers. (laughs) Spoilers. Um, uh, uh. Redeem well, not necessarily redeems himself because he's still an asshole, but right. he's not like he used to be. Okay, you know, but he manages to make peace with uh, with the people that were in his life, like Todd, Princess Caroline. Um, oh my god, I'm missing. I can't. What am I forgetting her name? Uh, Allison Brie. Is it Allison Brie from Community who does one of the voices? Okay. I'm forgetting the character's name. I'm gonna put it right here because I can't remember because I don't want to stop this tangent. Um. Uh, he makes up with all the people that that did him wrong, okay. you know. Um, Christian Schaal does a voice. Uh, uh, um, Susan Bobsberger, who plays Louise, um, calls Sarah Lynn, who's basically like um, this. Also, like she was a little kid in the show, um, pop star now um, that gets, uh, you know, kind of like just basically does everything for money now. So she's okay. basically a sellout. There's a great story arc with her. But like this entire fucking show is amazing, and I, I like, it was hard to get through. I, I admit it was hard to get through, but it has some of the best writing that I've seen, um, for television, internet, however you want to call yeah. it. Um, so I understand why people like it. I've been hearing a lot of good things about it since it came out, specifically from Dan and New Jersey Josh or New, New York Jersey Josh. Josh yeah. yeah, those two would always talk about it, and. Yeah. I tried watching it and I watched like an episode or two. And I was it's like, hard. Is, I was like, this is fucking terrible. Like, and again, and this is me 
not watching any more than an episode or two. Real quick, sorry. I didn't. It's not just the characters. I didn't like the writing. I didn't. I did not like it. Um, but now hearing other people talk, I mean, I'll go back and again, and I'm, you know, fucking five years removed from trying to watch it this last time. Maybe I'll try it again now. Yeah. Um, like, you know, I was telling, like, I just remembered, like I told you, like everyone gets like a wrap up, mm -hmm. you know, Zach Braff, who does a cameo early in the, in the, in the, in the show, he gets, his character gets wrapped up too. <laughs> That's funny. Like he, it comes to a full circle. Like, like the way they, they, they took care of each side character is unlike anything I've ever seen before, That's other than cool. how I met your mother. Okay. Is it how I met your mother? There's a whole episode dedicated to wrapping everyone up. Yeah. To all the side characters like Kochek Girl and um um uh, Blah Blah was one of the names yeah. on the on, on How I Met Your Mother. That blah blah got their story wrapped up. Okay. And like in this show, they do the same thing by wrapping up the story. That's cool. Um if you haven't if you can't tell by my ensemble <laughs> who my favorite character is. <clears throat> um uh, it's Todd Chavez. See, and again, I had no idea what you were doing because I've never seen more than a couple episodes <laughs> when it first came out. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Todd Chavez, fucking fantastic. The way he redeems himself too. Okay. And uh, he's just this wholesome character who like, um, kind of like Mr. Peanut Butter. Him and Mr. Peanut Butter are best friends, by the way. Okay. They're always scheming things together because they're both these wholesome characters. There's just a moment where Todd finally stands up to fucking Bojack and says, no, like I had enough of you. Like this is fucking it. Todd, I'm sorry. All right. I screwed up. I, I know I screwed up. I don't oh, know great. why. I... Of course. Here it comes. You can't keep doing this. You can't keep doing shitty things and then feel bad about yourself. Like that makes it okay. You need to be better. I know. And I'm sorry. Okay. I was drunk and there was all this pressure with the Oscar campaign. But now, now that it's over, I, I... No, no, Bojack, just stop. You are all the things that are wrong with you. It's not the alcohol or the drugs or any of the shitty things that happened to you in your career or when you were a kid. It's you. All right? It's you. Fuck, man. What else is there to say? Like... And you think that they're gonna resolve it and get and and yep. spoiler alert resolve their issues, but they don't. Yeah. They don't resolve it. Like they don't talk again, you know. But like, um, for what he did to Todd, like he just couldn't forgive him for it, and it just it just makes sense. And I'm leaving details out in Obviously. case uh, people watch it, even though I did spoil big stuff of it. <laughs> wow, Ray. <laughs> uh, but. The journey, it's its all about the journey. And that's something that I love about writing and storytelling is the journey of how they get there. A lot of people hate the ending to How I Met Your Mother. You know, I'm one of the few that actually was okay with it. I liked it. I thought it was fine. Um, because it was a journey from season one to the yeah, last season. I was going to say, there's a couple of things where like, um, I don't think I like the ending of yeah. this. Like uh, one of my favorite shows is Sons of Anarchy. And right. Yeah. Yeah. I know you love that I, show. <clears throat> the ending of that series you could smell coming from episode one which is like yeah like not episode one of the final season episode episode one and it's one of those things oh, i was like shit. well that ended exactly where i thought it was gonna end but at the same time with that show because i came to it late and binged it a lot on on netflix um and i binged like the first four seasons in like a two-week period and then was like fuck now i gotta wait um <laughs> But yeah, it's, for that. me, for that show, 
it wasn't necessarily the ending that I that I loved. It was fine. It was it, it, ended, it, it ended up exactly where I thought it was going to end up. But how we got there and the twists and turns in between and the characters that live or die or have turns as you know against the, them or for them or whatever like that journey was fucking phenomenal. Yeah, and that's what I feel like a lot of people forget about how I met your mother. They just see the ending. Oh my god, that's the piece of shit. Did you forget about the memories that they had, like how they got to where they were? Yeah. Like, like that whole journey is is fantastic. One of the best parts in How I Met Your Mother, in my opinion, is when they're everyone's leaving the apartment. You know, they're moving. I think it might have been the last episode or the last season, see the series end. Um, and uh, Lily is is pregnant again. She's having her second child, I believe. And uh, Robin is there and she, they talk and they say, like, we don't even see each other like we do anymore. Like, like people move on. People like it's such a down ending, <laughs> but it's <laughs> fucking, but that's fucking life, man. That's life. And that's what this show uh, Bojack Horseman, I guess, has in common with How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Like, that's life. Like, you know, uh, what was the quote? Life's a bitch and then you die. And then she says, like, no, sometimes life's a bitch and you don't. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. Oh, well, what are you going to do? Life's a bitch and then you die, right? Sometimes. Sometimes life's a bitch and then you keep living. Have you watched uh, Solar Opposites, which is the other show? Solar Opposites? Yeah, I think that's from BoJack people. Oh, no. I think. I could be wrong. I, it's called Solar Opposites, yeah. I'll check it out. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. That was really long. If, I, if I'm wrong, but... Dan, don't crucify <laughs> me. But I'm pretty sure Solar Opposites is done by the same people that do BoJack. Okay. Sorry, I just had to go on that because, like, I understand. Dude, why. that's all, dude. This, that's what this episode is about, yeah, yeah. man. That's, like, what that's we're how here much for. I loved it. Yeah, that's how much I fucking loved it, and that's how much I love rad. Todd. That's cool. On to uh, something happier, then. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about an album that came out this year that I absolutely fucking love, and it's not getting as much. Oh, I know what it is. Uh, credit as it should. Um, and, and I agree. You guys know, well, anybody that watched the show previous know I'm a huge Carly Rae Jepsen fan. Huge. Um, and the, and people, I was like, well, why? What? It, there's so, so much other, there's so many other pop acts out there. Why is that the one you like? I'll explain it for you right now. Um, I know why. Carly Rae Jepsen comes off as fucking genuine. Everything she does. Um, and maybe she's not. Maybe she's making this type of music because it's what's easy and what's popular and maybe makes her a shitload of money. I don't know. She doesn't sell a lot of records, because uh, so maybe it's not that. Why. But if it is, if if she if it is all an act, she's the fucking greatest actor on the goddamn planet. Because I went and saw her in concert live. Um, I like all of her albums, and all of her music just comes off as one hundred percent unironic, one hundred percent genuine, and one hundred percent real. She comes off as a real person, uh, and that's what I like about Carly Rae Jepsen, and that's why I like her music. Her most recent album is called The Loneliest Time, and it's so fucking good. There's a, like a lot of 70s, late 70s funk pop in it. There's a lot of 80s pop in it. And the title track, The Loneliest Time, is a duet with fucking Rufus Wainwright. And oh. it is so fucking good. If you guys sleep on pop music or you know I hate pop music, fine. Then this segment's not going to be for you. But if you have the slightest affection for pop music do yourself a favor listen to this album by carly ray jepson the loneliest time and go back through her catalog and just fucking enjoy yourself because even the stuff that's not feel good pop music is so well written 
Um, and I love her albums because you can see like the different phases and stages of her life that she <laughs> goes through. Like uh, some of it can be really like down and sad and some of it's really happy and some of it's really content and some of it like she can like a song of hers can feel like she uh, is down on herself. And then the next song she you can tell she's feeling herself. And it's like th- I, that's what I like about Carly Rae Jepsen. Everything she does comes off as genuine and real. And I fucking love this album. Um, there's a lot of really good songs on it, but I would say go check out because the music video is fantastic. Uh, Rufus Rainwright, good singer. Uh, and it's called The Loneliest Times, the same name as the album. Uh, and it's a fantastic song. Uh, I remember when it came out, you told me about it. So I went, I actually, I went through it once. I yeah. went through the album once. So I know what you're talking about. So like, yeah, it was, it was a good pop. It's a good pop album. Yeah. Uh, the reason I think why she doesn't get the recognition that she deserves it because as far as I know, there's no drama around her. Yeah. She's, she, she does what she loves and loves doing it. Yeah. You know, there's no Taylor Swift drama, Kardashian, any bullshit yeah. like that around her as far as I know. Right. And I think that's why she's not as big as yeah. she, she and, should be. Uh, we, my brother and I, and his friend, Andrew, we all went and saw that Carly Ray. no opening act, by the way, oh, on right. a fucking Wednesday night. In L.A. Um, and she came out. And before the show started. Uh, some of the shows on that tour. Which was the. It was the L.A. Hallucinations tour. It was for her last. Their two albums ago. And. Um, I was looking up like. Attendance for the shows. And like there was some shows that were happening in the middle of the week. Where I was like fucking. It's 800 people. At these small venues. Which in a small venue is fine. But like. She should be fucking selling out 6,000 people at House of Blues. You know what I mean? I'm not Staples Center. She's not that. (laughs) And also, I don't like pop music in a big fucking arena format is not fun. It's when it's it's right here. House of Blues is perfect. I think it's like a perfect in between. Yeah, or Wiltern or fucking Palladium or, you know, like the smaller music venues in L.A. The intimate more. Yeah, and we saw her at the Henry Fonda. I think it was Henry Fonda. Which is a a smaller version of the Wiltern, essentially. Junior, Um, yeah. (laughs) And... We, she came out and again, a Wednesday night in LA. Nobody does anything, Nobody on, a does Wednesday anything on a Wednesday night in LA. LA. Um, that show was sold out. And I may have been the only straight man in the audience, probably. <laughs> uh, but it doesn't matter. It fucking who cares. Who cares? Um, she came out and when she saw that it was fucking packed, like she got very emotional about it. And she even said, like, you know, some of these shows haven't been doing well on the road. And, I want to thank you guys for making this night special for me. Aww. And I was like, this is why I fucking love this woman right here. This genuine, real shit. And yeah, man, that was a fucking great show. Again, and um, no backtracks, one backup singer on stage, and all the music was played by a live band. There was no programming, no computers, no synthesizers. No so it was like DJ. an old-fashioned gig show. Yeah. Was a guitarist, bass player, drummer. They did have keyboards, but it wasn't synth. It was for piano, and it was for actual music sounds and not, like, anything artificial. Right. 100% live fucking band with one backup singer out there to help her out. That's it. That's fucking it. And it was fantastic. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, check out Loneliest Time by Carly Rae Jepsen. It's a fucking fantastic album. And, like I said, if you have the slightest hint of affection for good pop music, you're doing yourself a disservice by not listening to her stuff. <clears throat> I, haven't, I haven't been to a live show in so long. Me either. I haven't been since then. I think that was the last live show I went to. And that was yeah, 2016, I, I think. can't think of one. I, although next year, 
I have to go, but I heard tickets are insane. Uh, Postal Service and Death Cab. Oh my god! The twentieth really? anniversary of uh, Postal Service yeah. give up and um, the trans. I can't ever pronounce that title. Yeah. Uh, dyslexia. Um, <laughs> uh, but that that the stretch with the T transcendence 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 translations. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I can't sure. say it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's the 20th anniversary for that. And uh, I really want to go, but I heard some tickets are like, I heard like 500 bucks. I'm like, yeah. fuck you. I'm not paying that. Uh, <laughs> I'll sit outside and uh, listen to it. I'm going to a concert in April when we go to Vegas. Who are you saying? Uh, Villa Valla, lead singer from him. His side project, his, yeah. his solo album is coming out in like a month. And he's doing a whole worldwide tour for it. And we're gonna go yeah. see them in april oh i went to emo night that's the last thing i went to i'm not really a live band but i went to emo night oh uh, yeah yeah that's yeah, right with uh brian with brian yeah. uh-huh and i still wore a mask uh, <laughs> I, I go i like i don't care yeah. like, i'm gonna wear a mask if i go to a concert i don't, I don't really care um knock on plastic so having caught covid the first big thing i went to was where i went to a hockey game like a month ago like last month i went to a king's red wings game with jay and that was the first like in public big thing. big thing yeah and i was like well it's good to get this one out of the way because i'm gonna be shoulder to shoulder with some fools at the house of blues in april in las vegas for this concert so gotta get used to it again yeah i did go to like a restaurant bar place too um and i forgot my mask and um i did test and again knock on plastic <laughs> still haven't caught it good for you man um because i don't go out <laughs> Rick, Rick drives to my house and back I here. there, and that's it. And oh, to a wedding, Starbucks. oh, Ryan's wedding. That's like oh yeah, Ryan's wedding. wedding. That was yes, yeah. That yeah. Was, Again, tested. Knock on plastic. That was Still the first get it. like my I would say minor level gathering I had been to was Ryan's wedding. Yeah. Um, I mean, family stuff doesn't count because we're all in the same bubble and we all know where each other's been. So. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, I have two more things left on mine. Cool. Uh, the next one is. Bioshock, which is what I kind of mentioned earlier in the year, I streamed uh, all of them except two because. Yeah, you streamed one and. I, I played two, but like, that is the only, I've never played Infinite or finished Infinite, I should say. Um, and then I played the DLCs. <clears throat> um, but the amount again, of right. love that I have for this fucking series uh-huh. is amazing. I love. Okay, so Uncharted is like my ultimate favorite game of all time. Yeah. Um, I don't have a. I don't think I have a top list for video games, which would might be some an episode in the future. Now that I said that, uh, I already am working on a list of my favorite video okay. games of all time. So yes, but but I could definitely see Bioshock up there because the way this comes full fucking circle is fantastic, especially with the DLC. Which you need to play. To go through again, yeah. Um, it's like the cherry on top to this fantastic story. That um, um, well, there's an episode of this, so you can so go back and funny, watch it. What's funny is I rem- I remember it coming full circle, but I don't remember any of the actual DLC. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, well, I, I think I played said, it. Yeah. When I talked about it. I think you said you know you didn't play the second it. part. No, I did. Of the DLC. But I didn't. I uh I did once, but I don't I didn't rem- oh, I couldn't remember remember any uh, of it. Okay. Which is weird because I have a pretty good memory. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want more review on that, you can go check out that episode. But anyways, uh, on point to, to Bioshock is one of the one of the best games 
I've played in a long time as well, too, which I know it's an old game. But you, but you played through them again. I played through them again. Yeah. With and an open finished mind, Infinite. Took my time. Yeah. Uh, I hurried up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Um, but yeah. Did you see the trailer for Ken Levine's new game? Holy shit. No. 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 Oh, man. I wish we had the setup so we could do it live. I know. Okay. We'll talk about that. It's called Judas. And guess no. what? It looks like a Bioshock game. It oh looks, my god i gotta watch it it looks so dope i'm i can't but, believe you haven't seen that no oh. I'm, I'm like i'm hearing about the show so i'm excited for the show to come out yeah um i know they're selling like pre-production of it but like that's kind of like what i've been focused on yeah ken but, levine yeah, no has a small studio again just like he did with irrational but now it's i can't, I can't remember what it's called uh, look I, i'll say I, okay and it's called judas and it, it looks like uh, it looks like a Bioshock game. I'm very happy about it. Everybody's like, it just looks like Bioshock. Yeah, it does. Yes, it fucking does look like really? Bioshock. After we're done here, I'm going to make you watch the trailer for Judas. Oh, yeah, we're watching the trailer <laughs> for but, but, yeah, that's one of the top things that I, I really love because of how great the story is. All right. So, um, video game. Um, I don't, I don't want to say it's my game of the year because I there's still a couple of things I need to finish before I make that um, official official, uh, <laughs> but a pleasant surprise of the year I'm going to okay. go with, and it's an indie game and it's called arcade paradise. Oh, and you talked about that. It's, it's, it, it's a management sim essentially, <laughs> but I put about 40 hours into that game and there's a story and it's told to you in bits and small doses. And it's fucking fantastic. And like, fucking shocker. The ending fucking made me cry. Like, And it's a fucking indie game about managing a fucking laundromat and arcade. Gotta buy that. And it's fucking fantastic. You can play the games in the arcade. In fact, you have to play the games in the arcade for some of the goals. Uh, but you're fucking emptying arcade hoppers and you're doing laundry and it's it's a fucking management sim. You're picking up gum off the chairs and fixing the toilet when it's broken and it's <laughs> it's it is the most fucking mundane shit. But I really really liked it. And 95% of the games are really fun to play. They have like a DDR style rhythm game in there. Oh, but. That one is like almost unplayable because the latency is so bad. And it's, I hopefully they fixed that. I haven't played it in a while since I finished it, but I've heard that they've done some patches and added some new games you can buy for your arcade and stuff. Um, but yeah, Arcade Paradise, man. It's an independent game. It's very, very, very small studio. And it was made um, as like a love letter to the kids, the guy who, the guy's growing, uh, childhood. Like, you know, playing or going to arcades with his dad and his brother and playing games and stuff. And it's, it's fucking great, man. And it's got a really cool story. Um, and it's set in the 90s. So, like, there's a jukebox, nice. you, can, there's a jukebox you can buy <laughs> for the arcade. And all of the songs, like, it's like, this vaguely sounds like a Soundgarden song. And this vaguely <laughs> sounds like a Prodigy song. And it's like 90s style um like there's like eclectic this 90s music there's like this rap rock like rage against the machine sounding song there's like a 311 sound. like it's that. oh it is so fucking good it's 
And again, it's because I've got a one big game left on my docket to finish, which is Horizon Forbidden West, which is fucking fantastic. Fuck what you heard. This is a 9 out of 10. This game is fucking amazing. Um, but I haven't finished the main story yet. And I've heard it sticks the landing, but that's also just hearsay. If if this game if that game sticks the landing for me, then it's going to be my game of the year. But right now, it's Arcade Paradise. A fucking $15. I bought it for 15 bucks. I bought it on sale. I think it's like a $25 game normally. But a fucking independent video game. Similar to when the Messenger won my game of the year, which was an indie game. Oh, Messenger, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember it. Uh, but yeah, I, dude, it's it's top tier. It is so good. And it's a fucking management sim. It's it's great. Please check out <laughs> Arcade Paradise. You said you have one more thing, or that was your... I have one more after this, yeah. Okay, go ahead and go, because mine's going to take... Okay. Mine um, might be interactive with you as well. Okay. So the last thing I want to talk about is a book that I read this year. And... Um, I almost had a book. I just didn't finish it, so I couldn't yeah. put it on it. Well, I happened to finish this book apparently while I was catching a cold in Big Bear. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's called Wool by Hugh Howey, and they're making a TV show out of it. And I think it's going to only be on Apple Plus, which is really pissing me off. Mm. Um, but I bought this book like 11 years ago because it was a self-published Kindle single or whatever they were calling them at the time. And it was like two bucks. Um, then you got a similar to The Martian. Remember when I bought The oh, Martian yeah, yeah, yeah. when it was only $2 because it was a self-published thing? Then he got a fucking book deal. Then they, they added to it. And now it's like a $10 book, a 500-page book. And I'm glad I didn't read it then because it wasn't, it was a short story then. And now it's this 500-page fucking amazing post-apocalyptic story um, that really, it's 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 all, it's nothing new. It's It's not, groundbreaking as far as like its tropes or its story or anything like that it's just so well written it's um post-apocalyptic these people live in underground silos and they're uh communities inside these silos and oh. without giving major spoil because you find this out pretty early on like in the first couple hundred pages Without giving us with spoilers, and I know this, I know the movie I'm going to reference is very divisive, but if you've seen The Village and you understand that concept in that Shyamalan movie, The Village, whether you like the movie or not, that's neither fucking here nor there. The concept of The Village, of a walled garden, so to speak, you know, people living here, Uh, you know, into the book, you find out that there's other silos with other people and the people in this one in every the people in every silo think that they're the only people they're left the only on the world. earth oh, and there's people in the silo that know about the other silos and they communicate and it's it's this really it's fucking lord of the flies meets and it's the turning village, into a series a te- television series yes and it's gonna be fucking amazing i'm gonna have to i might have to look up audible for that <clears> one <throat> or my library now uh yeah <laughs> Audible, yeah, whatever. It's 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 all the so the way I the way I read books. So you know this is like I read a book, and if the if the Audible is cheap, like it's like oh buy the book for this, and if you want the audio, it's only like eight dollars instead of fucking thirty dollars, and you don't yeah. need a subscription. So this did have the audio companion, and the thing I reason I like love the Kindle so fucking much is because you sync that up, and you can read read the words while it's reading it to you. It's like. It's so fucking rad, dude. Like I still haven't done that yet with my Kindle. Yeah. It well, cause it engages both sides of your brain, man. Like 
I know you're more of an audiobook guy, but I always tell you, you get like there's some things that you just you need to read so your imagination can fucking do the work. Uh, it's almost the same thing too. But, I mean, because I'm like I'm a visual person. I mean, but person ex- that experiencing it. it passively being told to you and experiencing it while you're reading it are two different things. I I still maintain that. Yeah. I still maintain that. Um, but yeah, Wool by Hugh Howie. It's fucking fantastic. I'm going to have to find a way to watch the Apple Plus show. Um, I think I have Apple Plus. Okay. Because uh, I, I looked at some of the casting and stuff. And I'm like, man, fuck, that doesn't look anything like this character. And then there's characters that aren't in the book. <laughs> but then again, I don't know what these characters look like because it's a fucking book. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm really excited about that. Wool is a fantastic book. It's a three book seri- series, though. He's got um, Wool shift and silo and i think they're all different stories but it's all in the same i don't think they have anything to do with each other i haven't started reading the second book yet but i'm gonna start reading it and yeah i'm really really excited about the the series cool real quick as we are talking about books like i said i did mention like i was reading this book but uh i didn't get to finish it because i'm a weirdo and sometimes i read more than one book at the same time I've tried uh, that. I can't do it. It is hard. <laughs> um, uh, but the two books were, one was actually based on a series, uh, uh, a Hulu series called uh, Normal People, mm-hmm. which is a love story between this guy and this girl uh, they met in high school. And uh, they basically feel like they're meant for each other. And, you know, life happens. They go to one different colleges and stuff like that. And they try to make it work. They break up. They get back together. You know, they find each other again. And then, like, you know, she finds out uh, this happens with him. And basically it's like a romance book, I guess you could say. Right. That's me. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's round brand. That's uh, on brand. I was reading that. Um, I don't think I only got like three chapters in it. But I was like, I'm like halfway through this other book called uh, Loveless, um, which is this girl who's going to college and uh, basically kind of like discovering who she is, whether she likes girls or not. I haven't finished it, so I can't really make it. Okay. But that's not. My, I the can't say my, that, that's not the, uh, what I'm going to talk about because right. I didn't finish it. Um, the reason I had you go first too, because the next thing on my list, um, remember I said this is about moments and, and, and things in my life. Yeah. That's where my friends come in. I'm getting a set of metal here. here right. Go. That's where you come in. That's where everyone I've met online come in. Yeah. This, that's one of the things like, it's like. Especially right now. Okay. So my top, my last top, this is going to be my top of my listing is uh, the moments that uh, of this year that I've had with my friends. We mean you going to Ryan's wedding. Like that was a fucking blast. Dude. You don't, you were like, you didn't want to go. I didn't like, okay. I'll be honest, went, I'm sorry, Ryan. Then, I was feeling anxious and yeah, I almost wanted to like, after the ceremony, you wanted to peace out. And I was like, no, you have to stay and you have to go yeah. to the reception. You my anxiety was high. <laughs> I was very nervous. Crowd of people. Ryan, you know me. You know how I am. I made him stay. I made Rick stay. stay. And I was like, stay at least for the dinner. And And you ended up staying for a long time. I stayed up longer than I expected. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then 90, honestly, like nine, there's like a, maybe a 3% chance I wasn't actually going to go. Yeah. Um, Because 90% of me wanted to go. That other percentage of of me definitely wanted to go because it's my fucking friend's wedding. Yeah. But, um, but I told, uh, anyone I who's totally friends with me it. knows how much like anxiety that I have, especially around big people or not big people, crowded rooms and being just around groups people, of people, yeah, groups of people, be small, large, doesn't matter. Yeah, I just get anxious and um, 
nervous and then like i'll have to like maybe even exit like i went i went outside for a couple of times yeah because like i was just totally understandable um but yeah like that's why so like that's one of the yeah, biggest and moments you're not a drinker so you didn't, wanna, you didn't want to go up to the bar you because if you would have just went up to the bar and got a drink you could have taken the edge off but you're not that too. you're not a drinker i can't do that um i don't know maybe i need to bring up smoking some weed i don't yeah. know <laughs> um I, I just can't do it for health reasons right right um, right right uh uh, but yeah, so so like my biggest thing here is uh, also this, starting the podcast with you. Mm-hmm. Um, this has brought so much freaking joy back into my life. You do not understand. I'm glad, man. Um, I'm glad. Being able to do this again, spend time with you, um, hanging out with you, you know, doing this uh, made me open up Premiere Pro again and made me made me more alive i guess to want to like get shit done and do yeah. things you know especially with like uh how rocky this year was with not having a job um then getting a, sh- a job you didn't like a job i didn't like hey, gotcha. i got you <laughs> um trying to hold back on what i actually want to say uh-huh. about it but yeah. job i didn't like yep there you um, go that's all you gotta say and uh and doing this really like made me figure out what I wanted out of life now, especially for someone who doesn't know what I want for a very long time or where I wanted to go. Uh, you helped me figure that out. And that has been one of the top moments of this year for me. Awesome. So, I'm glad I could be a part of it. Get a little emotional, but yeah. Yeah, I'm glad I could be um, a part of that. it, dude. Um, another part of it is uh, my friends online. Um, uh Especially when I told everyone the news about when I left this job too. Yeah. Like I just had this feeling like it was, everyone's going to be like, Oh, I can just, why'd you do this? Yeah. How could you do that? Like you need that job and blah, blah, blah. All that bullshit too. How supportive you all are. Yeah. You know, I don't know any of these um, people. So I'm going to give you the side eye right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, no, no, totally. I'm including you too. Cause yeah. when I told yeah, you yeah, too, yeah. you weren't like, Oh, Rick, why'd you do that? No. You know, you weren't like that. You were the like, the first thing I said was, dude, you are not made to do a job. like exactly. that. Exactly. You were not exactly. made to do a job like that, dude. Um, and, uh, just, just like, uh, that. And, um, and then like when I told my friends online about it too, like they were the same way. It's like, if that's not going to work for you, like, don't, like like we live in a fucked up society right now it's like if you know like you can't handle that they know like you know it's like uh they know me just like you know me i mean i know you've known me longer too but like um it doesn't matter like being a human is enjoying what you do and not pushing yourself to something that you don't want to do right um it's just it just uh i guess you can say this was the epiphany of my life uh that i managed to figure out this year that's cool that's one of my um is it epiphany because that's what it's that's the word yeah um, break, sudden breakthrough in, sudden reality. Breakthrough yeah. in reality yeah <clears throat> um you know it took long and fucking enough <laughs> goddamn life but um but yeah that's that's kind of my top moment as far as life goes is having the supportive friends um that uh help me figure out what do what that i do what i want mm-hmm. one of my favorite um quotes is actually from jim carrey um i don't know if you've ever seen it where his dad told him i know it but like i'm gonna say it wrong you know instead he got a safe job as an accountant and when i was 12 years old he was let go from that safe job and our family had to do whatever we could to survive i learned many great lessons from my father not the least of which was that you can fail at what you don't want so you might as well take a chance on doing what you love
Um, why spend why spend time doing that when you? What's spend, a good plate with nothing away? I fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you can spend the rest of your life doing something you love, right? You know, yeah, that's uh, and get fired anyways. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, so might as well take a risk on something you love. Yeah, that's what I'm finally. That's what I finally got stuck into my head. Is like, here we go. You know, mm-hmm. and um, but that's uh, yeah, that, that's something. Like I said, that's something I wanted to throw out there because uh, I just wanted to. Uh, Put it out there publicly, I guess. I yeah, I always say it like, um, and I know it's fucking cliche, and um, you know my my group of friends, especially the ones that I still hang around with that I've known since yeah, high school. Jay and, and everyone. We all like the majority of us were married, have kids, or whatever, right? And we all get together once a week and we hang out and we I'm hanging out with you drink and some, Halloween, all drink some Halloween, beers and all that. Time. Like I always and I, and I and I know this is gonna fucking come off as cliche and cheesy, but dude, it. It's more, it's more true now than ever. It fucking, it takes a village to survive in this world, man. And I'm super happy. I've got the village of people around me. I have, cause if I didn't have people to lean on, uh, when I need them, when I need them, I'd be in a lot worse state than I am. So it, it takes a fucking village, man. And you've got a village built around you that whether you realize it or not, and I think you're starting to realize it, like. You got, we've all got people around us that care about us and help us. And even when we don't realize that they do. And it's, it's very important to have that. It's very important. And to be self-aware enough to realize that you have it is very important. Yeah, man, for sure. For someone like me who, you know, battles depression and all that stuff, um, diagnosed officially and all that. Like, uh, it was always so hard for me to like get break through that. And like this year kind of felt like that moment. Uh, starting this podcast, like I'm, I'm kind of repeating myself, but starting the podcast with you. And um, I think the moment, and we talked about this earlier in the podcast where you said, don't worry about it. Yeah. That hit me so hard. <laughs> you don't understand when you told me that, that first time I was like, yeah. oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I don't have to. Okay. And then we, and then, you know. Well, shit, here. man. Last weekend we were supposed to sit down and record a batch of And it was a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. And I told you, I said, hey, if you can't, don't worry about it. That's fine. Yeah. I wasn't that time when that happened, I wasn't mentally prepared to do this. Yeah. And I was not in a good place, headspace for it. And hearing those words, like like oh, just felt like a nice, like, I'm okay. Yeah. Like it's gonna be okay. It's not gonna there's nothing writing on this, you know, there's nothing writing on this at all. Yeah. Um, this is for fun, this is what we do, and uh and I love that. That's why I just wanted to take this moment to thank you for being awesome and helping me out. And then also thank my online friends, everyone online, Cab, Chev, K, everyone, Kale. Uh, all you fucking one syllable bastards. No, <laughs> are we all? No, I think we actually brought that up where everyone has like one syllable. <laughs> That's great. Um, but yeah, uh, like I met them during the pandemic, you know, back in uh, late 2020 and uh-huh. 2001. And uh, uh, we all just like hit it off so well. That, I'm, I'm glad, dude. I'm um, glad you have a network. Just like you have your, you. you know, community of your your friends, you know, as well, too. Fucking dude, Ian's Discord. Like, I feel like I'm friends with everybody in that fucking group. Right. Like, it's it's weird. And I've only known them for like. That's something about being online. That's two years at this amazing. point. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I got, and then also got to throw out uh, Cheesy and Wolf as oh, well. Always got to throw out Cheesy and Wolf. 
Dude, um, I fucking play games with Wolf three, four. Times I know you play. So, you play with yeah. Wolf a lot more than I do because I don't really turn on PlayStation. I, <laughs> yeah, I haven't uh, chatted with Cheesy in a while, but yeah, Cheesy's another one. That dude's so fucking cool. Such a solid dude, man. Like, yeah, I still message Cheesy, Cheesy every once in a while. He hit me up every once in a while too. Yeah, especially on Twitter, we go back and forth. <clears throat> um, got through my love to Cheesy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's just uh, that was one of my top moments. Awesome for man. this year. Well, I'm so. glad I could be a part of it. But yeah, that's why I let you go first because I knew this was gonna yeah this is gonna involve both of us. So. Very cool, very cool, man. But with that, uh, that wraps up our 2022 wrap up. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know if you got anything else to say. No, I hope you enjoyed the fucking history lesson at the beginning. That was pretty fun. Yes. That was completely impromptu. No idea we were gonna do that. I didn't think we were gonna do that either. <laughs> but, but, but what I'll do is I'll make uh uh this is kind of more shop talk but uh, what i'm going to do is i'm going to make a, a what do you call marker okay so if, in case people want to skip it you shouldn't fucking skip it no but if you want to i understand yeah there'll be a timestamp and timestamp the there we go youtube video yeah. whatever yeah well, maybe very I'll cool this out. but yeah that's gonna do it um i hope you guys enjoy that uh as i said this is the end of season one right so we will be back for season two yes with new episodes uh-huh. new guests Listen, we were a mid-season replacement. Is yeah, we were, considered okay? a mid-season replacement. And we got we got picked up for another season. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> this came out during sweeps. <laughs> you know, the summer we lull. We got picked up. The summer yeah, lull. We got, we got picked, picked up. up. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Lauren Michaels. <laughs> Everyone, thanks, Lauren Michaels. Yeah. Thank you, Lauren Michaels. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, as always, I want to throw a special shout-out to No Taxes, Nigel Bravo, a.k.a. Stoke Crow Comedy. Uh, music you're probably hearing right now. Um, super awesome guy. Go check him out on Twitch and Bandcamp. It's Stoat Crow Comedy. Crow with a K. Comedy with a K. And yeah, until next time, we will see you next year for a new season. <laughs>